0: Good morning. It's a Monday, the 3rd of July. Hope everyone is having a great 4th of July celebration. This is kind of a strange day Uh, heading in today. Very little traffic. I know it's not a state holiday, but I think many, many workers from all walks of life are off today. But we are not. We are here uh, this morning. To entertain and inform right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, 1450 on the AM dial, 1039 FM in the capital region of New Hampshire, 1019 FM in Manchester and well beyond and streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram, and sometimes on YouTube as well, we are all over the place and uh, happy to be. And we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at Delta DentalCoversMe.com. Well, there was activity last night at uh, Delta Dental Stadium in Manchester. Uh, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats in action against the Portland Sea Dogs, the AA affiliate of the uh, Boston Red Sox, and Portland defeated the Fisher Cats last night, 12 to five. And in a rehab start, Toronto Blue Jays right-hander Alec Manoa uh, threw five innings for the Fisher Cats last night, allowing one run, striking out ten, which is uh, the most by a Fisher Cats pitcher uh, this season cats in Portland will complete their series. One more chance to see the Red Sox top prospect in action, Marcelo Meyer at uh, Delta Dental Stadium last night. He had a big night on Sunday. And uh, tonight it'll be 7.05 for the first pitch. And following that, a gigantic fireworks display at uh, Delta Dental Stadium. So uh, if you, uh, you know, want to travel to Manchester or you're in Manchester and uh, you want to see some very good baseball tonight 705 and it'll be the Fisher Cats and the Portland Sea Dogs the double affiliate of the Boston Red Sox with fireworks to follow now we thought originally uh, that there was going to be the municipal fireworks display in Manchester tonight so uh, you know, some folks in the ballpark would have been able to see the Manchester fireworks show, and then the Fisher Cats fire fireworks show following the ball game. However, the Manchester fireworks display scheduled for tonight and everything that goes with it—music and uh, and all the uh, you know the the food truck stuff that uh, they have to offer—which is great—it'll uh, be moved to Thursday. So the Manchester fireworks are going to be on Thursday instead of tonight. So there you go. And uh, Thursday at 9.30 in Manchester for the uh, Civic Celebration in the Queen City. So that was decided uh, yesterday, that there would be no fireworks uh, in Manchester night except for the fireworks after the New Hampshire Fisher Cats game against the Portland Sea Dogs. The Red Sox, wow. They turned things around quickly after struggling mightily at home and losing three in a row to the Miami Marlins. Guess what? They went on the road and swept the Toronto Blue Jays over the weekend. And ruined Canada Day weekend in Toronto for Blue Jays fans. Plus, uh, I was watching uh, some of the games on, uh, on TV this weekend. A lot of Red Sox fans uh, made the trip to uh, Toronto for the three-game series, which the Red Sox swept. And yesterday, it was Alex Verdugo who I think should be an all-star, but he was not named to the team yesterday. We'll get to that uh, later on. But uh, Alex Verdugo hit his first home run in two months in the top of the ninth inning yesterday to lead the Red Sox to a 5-4 win over the Blue Jays in Toronto and a three-game sweep of the weekend series. Jaron Duran. What a day Jaron Duran had. He tied a Red Sox record. With four doubles in the game. No Red Sox player has ever hit more than four doubles in a game. It was uh, most recently done uh, by Rafi Devers, but four doubles is a Red Sox record. So uh, Jaron Durant tied that yesterday. He actually went five for five on the day, and his average now is at 3.05. Uh, Raffi Devers, by the way, was on base five times as well with three hits and two walks as the Sox swept the Blue Jays. So uh, the Red Sox now are 43-42. and They will host the West Division-leading Texas Rangers on the 4th of July at Fenway first pitch at 135. Sox currently three-and-a-half games out of a wild-card playoff berth in the American League the American league and uh, national league rosters were completed for next Tuesday's all-star game in Seattle. The only Red Sox representative is going to be closer. Kenley Jansen. Who eclipsed the 400 save mark earlier this season. And uh, Kenley has been uh, pretty reliable. So he gets the nod to go for the Red Sox and, uh, I think Alex Verdugo was snubbed. I know he hadn't hit a home run for a couple of months until yesterday, but he's been doing a lot of things uh, for the Red Sox, batting over 300, playing superb defense uh, in the outfield, threw out the potential uh, game-tying run on Saturday on a spectacular throw from uh, right field uh, to nail Bo Bichette at the plate. But Verdugo has been snubbed by the All-Star selectors. so No Alex Verdugo in next week's All-Star game in Seattle. Although, you know, many times what happens is uh, someone that was selected is hurt and uh, cannot participate in the All-Star game. Maybe there's still a chance. You're saying there's a chance. (laughs) Yeah, I am. There's a chance that Alex Verdugo uh, might still be on the American League All-Star roster for uh, the game, which will be played next Tuesday night uh, in Seattle. But we'll have to uh, wait and see uh, about that one. So we will uh, we will keep you posted as as best we can. Uh, Jason Tatum of the Celtics reportedly recruiting one of the top point guards in the league to join him in Boston. Portland Trailblazers point guard Damian Lillard wants out. Lillard, uh, one of the top players in the NBA, uh, has remained loyal to Portland his entire career. However, he's now reportedly demanding a trade out of Portland. And while Lillard doesn't appear to be interested in playing in Boston, at least on the surface anyway, Tatum is doing his best to change that. So we'll see. We'll see if uh, Jason Tatum can possibly uh, talk Damian Lillard into at least becoming interested in joining the Boston Celtics. But then a deal has to be completed between the Celtics and the Trailblazers. And the other question is, do the Celtics have room for Damian Lillard, a very high-salary player? Do they have room for him under the NBA salary cap? So uh, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, But uh, that's interesting. And apparently Jason Tatum uh, would love to see Damian Lillard taking over the uh, Point guard position for the Boston Celtics. But uh, that uh, remains to be seen. Lots of wheeling and dealing uh, still going on. If you missed it, in Bruins news, they have brought back fan favorite Milan Lucic. He'll be wearing, I'm sure, his familiar number 17 when the Bruins season opens up in October. But uh, Milan Lucic signed a one-year, $1 million contract with the Boston Bruins. And we'll see how, uh, how that works out for the aging Lucic. But I know fans are happy because uh, he has been a longtime fan favorite. He's been gone. He was gone from Boston for seven years. But now Milan Lucic is back in black and gold. Kale & Company Live, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more, and you can find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. We will take a break here and then be back with more exciting stuff here on a Monday, the 3rd of July. We'll keep you posted on uh, what time? The fireworks displays are taking place. There's been a lot of changes, and uh, we will uh, let you know about them after we return from this message on WKXLNHTalkRadio.com, powered by Northeast Delta Dental. Kael and Company live here on WKXLNHTalkRadio.com. Rainy Monday, but uh, hopefully it's going to clear in time for some of the fireworks displays that are going to be taking place tonight. And there are a few uh, tonight in the area. We'll tell you about those. But big story in the news today. uh, This is from WMUR. Uh, More than a dozen people were taken to local hospitals after a vehicle went into a Laconia restaurant uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, Laconia Police Chief Matt Canfield says that uh, a vehicle crashed into the Looney Bin Bar and Grill, which is on Endicott Street North, very close to uh, Fun Spot, if you're familiar uh, with that area. Captain Chad Valancourt with Laconia Fire said about 14 people were transported to local hospitals, and about a dozen uh, sign-off patients were injured but did not require transport to the hospital. Fire officials said the two patients had significant lower leg injuries and other people were taken to hospitals for lacerations, contusions, and other non-life-threatening injuries. Canfield said a vehicle was pulling out of Fun Spot and turning left. And there was another vehicle in the center lane And the vehicle pulling out of Fun Spot didn't see a third vehicle coming, causing a collision and causing the third vehicle to go into the restaurant. And when I say into the restaurant, the car went completely into the Looney Bin Bar and Grill in Laconia. Owners Michelle and Todd Watson said the bar was packed At the time, with about 40 people inside at the time of the crash, the Watsons have owned the Looney Bin Bar and Grill for 18 years. Uh, Michelle Watson said that she was in the kitchen when the car came through. She said they came rushing out, called 911, and started trying to help people who were hurt. She said there was uh, an immediate response from the community who came out as soon as they heard what happened to help clean up. And she said she's grateful that everyone is going to be okay. Watson said they don't know how long it will take to rebuild, and there has to be a significant uh, rebuilding process because that uh, vehicle went right through the wall at at, uh, the Looney Bin uh, Bar and Grill and uh, damaged the restaurant extensively. The building is now uh, boarded up. Uh, where the car drove through. Investigators are stressing the importance of safe driving, especially during this extended 4th of July weekend. The Laconia Fire Department said the cause of the crash is still under investigation. So there you have it. Uh, And uh, just glad that everyone, everyone is... uh, apparently going to be okay, no uh, real serious injuries, and that's the positive news out of that one. I, I always say when I talk about fireworks, I'll leave it to the professionals because every year uh, you get stories of people being injured, uh, losing fingers, or worse, uh, around this time of year when amateurs Try to put on a fireworks show in their in their backyard, and I know many of you have expertise in that area, but a lot of people don't, and uh, most most don't in my in my experience, and they they try, and sometimes suffer the consequences of a lack of familiarity with uh, with what they're doing, and. Someone was injured uh, over the weekend. A man was taken to the hospital after suffering serious injuries from an incident involving fireworks in Derry. The Derry Fire Department said around 9.15 p.m. on Saturday, a 911 call reported a person sustained injuries from fireworks on Sherman Drive in uh, Derry. When crews arrived, they located a man that had sustained serious injuries, Advanced life support care was uh, provided, and the man was taken to Elliott Hospital in Manchester. A medical helicopter uh, was requested, but because of the weather, was unavailable. Investigators from the Bureau of Fire Prevention are reviewing the circumstances and the products involved, according to the fire department. And uh, as a result, the uh, Derry Fire Department posted reminders about the use of fireworks on uh, its Facebook page. And the first thing that's on that list of reminders from the Derry Fire Department, the safest way to enjoy fireworks is to attend a professional display. And I could not agree with that more. And there are plenty of them. It's not like you know, we're lacking here in, in fireworks shows. If retail fireworks are part of your celebration, please do so responsibly. Before using any fireworks, remember, never try to relight fireworks that have not ignited fully. Keep water or a hose close by in case of a fire. Never place any part of your body directly over a fireworks device when lighting the fuse. Never point or throw fireworks At another person. After fireworks are discharged, douse the remaining packaging slash device with water before discarding it to prevent a trash fire. And never mix the use of fireworks with the use of alcohol or drugs. And you know that happens. Over the Fourth of Jul- uh, July weekend and other times as well, not just exclusive to the Fourth of July weekend, but there's it's more prevalent uh, on this weekend than probably uh, any other uh, during the course uh, of the year. So uh, please be careful and uh, with those fireworks. If you are going to light them off, and uh, my, my my best bet, uh, listen, I w- I wouldn't even get close to them. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'd be like the, the Barney Fife of, of, uh, of, of fireworks users. You know, Barney Fife, the, uh, the deputy from uh, the Andy Griffith show, uh, you know, kept a, didn't keep a, a, a pistol loaded as, as deputy sheriff. He kept the bullet in his pocket. And uh, <laughs> that, that would be like me and, and, and fireworks. I just, uh, they wouldn't go together. I, I, I would mess it up and I wouldn't even try. But there are plenty of fireworks displays uh, going on uh, tonight, and we mentioned one of them, which is after the Fisher Cats game in Manchester. That's a 7:05 game, and if you want the best view of them, uh, you have to attend the game and and buy tickets. There are uh, tickets available for that uh, game tonight. They've had fireworks a Saturday night, last night, and they will have them uh, tonight, weather permitting at Delta Dental Stadium, and uh, certainly hope it does permit. Uh, July 3rd fireworks, Laconia at Weirs Beach, uh, and I believe they're going to be at 11.59 p.m. as you uh, officially usher in the 4th of July. Uh, fireworks tonight in uh, Amherst at Sowhegan High School at 9.15. In Keene, After the Keene Swamp Bats play their baseball game at Alumni Field, there will be fireworks in Keene. Uh, Jefferson, 9 o'clock at uh, Kuchar Field in Jefferson. And if you're down in the Salem area, fireworks at uh, Canobie Lake Park in Salem at 9.15. Also a display in uh, Greenville. Tonight at 1120 Town Field at uh, 15 Adams Street. And uh, more coming up uh, tomorrow and later in the week. Again, the uh, the public display of fireworks in Manchester has been postponed from tonight until Thursday. That's at 9 30 at Arms Park. So uh, bear that in mind if you're going to see the municipal display in Manchester tonight. It has been postponed until Thursday. Hey, if you're thinking of going abroad, well, you better stay tuned. I have uh, some information for you that uh, could be pertinent to your trip overseas and uh, even into Canada as well. Uh, We will take a break. Kale & Company live here on WKXLNHtalkradio.com. And you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, maybe even on YouTube. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and we will be right back. Don't you dare touch that dial. Welcome back on this third Of July, we are live, Kale and Company. If you want to hear the show again, uh, you can tune in tonight a little after 7 o'clock here on WKXL. 1450 AM, 1039 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in Manchester and beyond. NH Talk Radio streaming, nhtalkradio.com around the world and around the clock. And follow us as well on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, uh, YouTube, you name it. We are there. And we want you to reach your uh, overseas or even uh, Canadian uh, or Mexican uh, destination uh, on schedule. But apparently there has been a real slowdown in the issuance of passports. So if you're uh, seeking a passport for that 2023 trip, well, uh, it might not be as easy to come by uh, as you think because of uh, some of the difficulties uh, in issuing the uh, amount of requests uh, that uh, they have had for passport. A much feared backup of U.S. passport applications has smashed into a wall of government bureaucracy as worldwide travel rebounds toward record pre-pandemic levels with too few humans to handle the load. The result? Well, aspiring travelers in the U.S. and around the world, it's, it's maddening uh, the uh, pre-travel purgatory that they find themselves in uh, because they do not currently have a passport. With uh, family dreams and big money on the line, passport seekers describe a slow-motion agony of waiting, worrying, holding the line, refreshing the screen, complaining to Congress, paying extra fees, and following incorrect directions. Some applicants are buying additional plane tickets to snag in-process passports where they sit in other cities in time to make the flights they booked in the first place. So grim is the outlook that U.S. officials aren't even denying the problem or predicting when it will ease. They're blaming the epic wait times on lingering pandemic-related staffing shortages and a pause of online processing this year. That has left the passport agency flooded with a record-busting Half a million applications a week. Half a million passport applications a week. The deluge is on track to top last year's 27 million passports issued, according to the State Department. Now, stories from applicants in interviews by the Associated Press depict a system of crisis management in which the agencies are prioritizing urgent cases such as applicants traveling for reasons of life or death and those whose travel is only a few days off. For everyone else, the options are few and expensive. So, 2023 traveler, if you still need a valid U.S. passport, prepare for an unplanned excursion into the nightmare zone. It was early March when Dallas area florist Ginger Collier applied for four passports ahead of a family vacation at the end of June. All right, she was doing it in March for the end of June. The clerk, she said, estimated wait times at 8 to 11 weeks that they would have their passports a month before they needed them. Plenty of time, Collier recalled thinking. Then the State Department upped the wait time for a regular passport to as much as 13 weeks. We'll still be okay, she thought. At T-minus two weeks to travel, this was her assessment. I can't sleep. This after months of calling, holding, pressing, refreshing on a website, trying her member of Congress, and stressing as the departure date do uh, loomed. Failure to obtain the family's passports would mean losing $4,000, she said, as well as the chance to see uh, relatives abroad. Uh, One of her sons is in uh, Italy after a study abroad semester. So uh, at any rate, that's just one of the stories out there. The U.S. Secretary of State had an answer of sorts uh, with covid The bottom basically dropped out of the system, according to Anthony Blinken, told a White House uh, subcommittee. When demand for travel all but disappeared during the pandemic, he said, the government let contractors go and reassigned staff that had been dedicated to handling uh, passports. Around the same time, the government also halted an online renewal system to make sure that we can uh, fine-tune and improve it, Blinken said. He said the department is hiring agents as quickly as possible, opening more appointments, and trying to address the crisis in other ways. It was 1952 when uh, law required for the first time passports for every U.S. traveler abroad, even in peacetime. Now passports are processed at centers around the country and printed at secure facilities in Washington, D.C., and Mississippi, according to the government printing office. But the number of Americans holding valid U.S. passports has grown at roughly 10% faster than the population over the past three decades. After passport delays derailed his own plans, uh, Jay Zagorski, an, econom- uh, an economist, I should say, at Boston University's uh Questorm School of Business said that uh, he had plans to go to London earlier this year. He found that the number of U.S. passports per Americans had soared from about uh, 3 per 100 people in 1989 to 46 per 100 people in 2022. Americans, as it turns out, are on the move. So a word to the wise. That if you're going overseas, or even if you're going to Canada, because they uh, require a passport now as well, or Mexico too, uh, where that uh, previously w- was not the case. But uh, even in Canada, they—if you get to the uh, the border, you're required to show a passport. You know, for no, no matter what reason you're going to Canada, whether it be for business or. Or vacation, you need a passport for Canada, you need a passport for Mexico. So make sure, make certain that you get it well enough in advance. So if you're planning a trip for next year and you don't have a passport as yet, you better start the process now uh, before it's too late. Mention some of the uh, fireworks sites for tonight, uh, tomorrow. Fourth of July, Claremont, 9 to 9.30 at Manadnock Park. The Concord fireworks display scheduled for tomorrow at Memorial Field. Always a great night. Uh, you'll run into people you see once a year, and that's at the fireworks. Uh, Memorial Field in Concord at 9.20 tomorrow. And, of course, there will be uh, music ahead of time and uh, all kinds of food trucks there for uh, your uh, your chomping pleasure, <laughs> all kinds of uh, all kinds of food trucks at Memorial Field uh, tomorrow night getting set full of fireworks at 9.20. That is tomorrow, Center Harbor tomorrow at dusk, uh, Conway at 9.30 at Schuller Park, Dover at 9.15 at Henry Law Park, uh, 10 o'clock in Gorham if you're in that uh, vicinity. Fireworks are shot off at Promenade Field in uh, Gorham at 10 p.m., Hampton Beach at 9.30. Lebanon at 9.20 on the 4th of July at the Storrs Hill Ski Area in Lebanon. In Lincoln, Main Street at the Hobo Railroad. 9 o'clock at uh, Meredith Bay. Merrimack at 9 o'clock at uh, Merrimack High School. Nashua at dusk at Historic Holman Stadium. New Boston, 9.30 at the Fairgrounds Waterville Valley at dusk at Corcoran's Pond, and in Wolfboro at 9.30 at Wolfboro Bay. Those are the fireworks uh, scheduled for tomorrow, and uh, hopefully the weather will comply. And Kat, I know you're involved in a, a 4th of July celebration coming up.
1: I am in Center Harbor, though it may be rescheduled for the, for the 5th. It so, may be. Yeah, because of all the rain.
0: <laughs> yeah. But as of as of now, it is still on for tomorrow, correct? That is
1: correct, and yes.
0: What a beautiful setting. I went last year, and what a beautiful setting it is at Center Harbor. And hopefully the weather will comply uh, for tomorrow night in Center Harbor. And not only will you uh, see fireworks, but you'll see cats sing as well. (laughs) How about that, sports fans? Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The national anthem to start, too. So
0: there you go. My old
1: stomping ground.
0: Should be a great night. And let's hope it's a great night anyway, and uh, that it won't have to be postponed. Uh, And then we'll we'll run down other fireworks displays coming up and uh, a whole lot more as we continue on a Monday, the 3rd of July. Great to have you along with us. On WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Stay with us. Gale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, nhtalkradio.com, where you can uh, listen to us around the world and around the clock. Shane Van Gisbergen, Shane Van Gisbergen, was a winner yesterday in the NASCAR Cup race on the streets of Chicago. When I first heard the name, I was uh, uh, watching it, talking with somebody, and we thought we heard Candice Bergen was in the race. No, Shane Van Gisbergen, and he is from New Zealand. And it was his first NASCAR Cup race. First ever NASCAR road race through uh, the streets of Chicago, 2.2 miles. And had to be shortened because of a late start, and uh, they didn't have lights uh, along the uh, race course that they uh, mapped out over 2.2 miles of Chicago. So, at any rate, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen. Was the winner. First driver in 60 years, 60, 6 zero years, to win his first NASCAR Cup race. He was, he was in his first Cup race and he won it. It hasn't happened in 60 years. The last one to do it was Johnny Rutherford, who primarily was uh, an IndyCar driver during his career. But Van Gisbergen. Uh, Won his Cup Series debut, rainy Sunday, downtown Chicago, chasing down Justin Haley and Chase Elliott in a memorable finish to the series' first street race. After passing Elliott, Van Gisbergen dueled with Haley in the final laps before the three-time Supercars champion. That's uh, the series they run in Australia and uh, New Zealand primarily, Supercars. He moved in front for good. Haley held on for second. Elliott was third. The uh, 34-year-old Van Gisbergen, a New Zealand native, became the first driver to win his first Cup Series, his Cup Series debut since Johnny Rutherford, in the second qualifying race at Daytona in 1963. He got a chance. We're talking about uh, Van Gisbergen now. To drive the ninety uh, number ninety one Chevrolet in Chicago, as part of Trackhouse Racing's Project ninety one. Trackhouse is owned by a gentleman by the name of uh, Justin Marks, and the goal for the Project ninety one program is to give international drivers a shot at NASCAR. When Vanegas uh, Van- Bergen. Uh, was credited with leading lap 25. It was the first lap led for Project 91 in three starts. Uh, he became the sixth driver born outside the United States to win a NASCAR Cup Series race, uh, joining uh, Marcos Ambrose, Mario Andretti, Juan Pablo Montoya, Earl Ross, and Daniel Suarez. So a little bit of history made on a Sunday in Chicago. So, uh, there you go. Race was scheduled for hundred laps and uh, 220 miles, but it was shortened because of fading sunlight after the start was delayed for more than 90 minutes because of uh, a historic rainfall that flooded the course in the Windy City. The last half of the Xfinity race on uh, Saturday, uh, was suspended because of lightning. So at any rate, uh, Street race in Chicago. It may lead to more in the future. It was rather uh, entertaining to watch. And uh, congratulations to Shane Vandersbergen. So there you go. Thought I was hearing Candice Bergen there for a moment, but she did not suit up yesterday uh, for the NASCAR Cup Series race. Uh, Let's see. We have uh, fireworks coming up. On Thursday again in Manchester because uh, tonight's scheduled show was postponed. Uh, So that is at Arms Park. Also Friday in Littleton at uh, Remich Park. Saturday there will be a number of displays as well. In uh, Grafton at dusk at Recreation Field. On Prescott Hill Road in New London, 930 at Pleasant Lake. Newbury at dusk at Newbury Harbor. Raymond at 930 on the Common. Rochester at 9 o'clock at the Community Center and Spalding High School. Wear at dusk on a Friday at the Wear Center. So that uh, brings you up to date. And uh, birthdays today, celebrating a birthday. Tom Cruise, celebrating a birthday today. Tom is 61 years of age. Uh, Andra McDonald, I should say, Audra McDonald, Audra McDonald, who is one. Uh, More Tony Awards than anybody else, any individual. Audra McDonald, six Tony Awards to her credit, is uh, 53 today. Montel Williams is 67. Uh, Betty Buckley, known primarily for her work on uh, Broadway, is 76 today. And former California Angels and uh, former Boston Red Sox uh, left-hander Frank Tanana. He used to throw pretty hard. Uh, Frank is 70 today. We have a tribute coming up uh, momentarily. We're going to pay tribute to all six. We have six of them now, all six of our military branches. And uh, we will be hearing a, a military salute uh, coming up. And I, I know you'll enjoy that. And I want to wish uh, everyone a very happy and safe Fourth uh, of July on the roadways and uh, also, I, I can't stress it enough. Leave the fireworks to the pros. Uh, enjoy the uh, the great uh, fireworks displays in the area, but uh, leave it to the professionals because uh, they know exactly uh, what they're doing. Again, uh, Fisher Cats tonight, and the Portland Sea Dogs coming up. And uh, right now, we are going to begin our salute to the six branches of our military, right here on WKXL. Have a great 4th of July. And again, we wish you a very happy and safe 4th of July. That last one was uh, for Space Force, the newest branch of our military. Hope you enjoyed that. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your 3rd of July and the 4th as well. Be safe. And uh, we will be back live on uh, Wednesday. Here on WKXLNHTalkRadio.com, we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Thanks for joining us, and we will uh, look for you again uh, with a uh, a best-of program tomorrow on the 4th, then back live on uh, Wednesday. Thanks for joining us.